welcome guys to another episode here at the Yubcast. Mm. We are the Yub Boys. We have Marcos. We have Josecito, bro. And we have our pastor Eli today. God bless you. And guys. we have a special guest tonight. So before that, um, I just want to say that uh, thank you guys for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Uh, we are having this content every every Friday or so, and we are excited, you know. But um, our special guest is someone that I've started listening when I was, uh, what, what, four years ago? Um, I was, I'm a huge Raider fan, and I started listening to his music, the Raider Anthem. That was the first uh, song I, I was listening to. So when I actually heard out that he was Christian, I'm like, say less, you know, this is me. I love his music, you know, God is in it. And obviously, if the Raiders in it, you know, God is, is just going to be on the move. Huh? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so with, with that, uh, uh, we're just going to have uh, our special guest, is Z. Um, thank, you, thank you, Z, for being this uh, Come on, this Z. Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Thank you guys for having me. Um, I'm super proud of you guys and all that God's using you to do. Um, it's an honor to be on here with you guys, man. Right on. Thank you. Um, so, this is what kind of like we're doing. As you know, Yup stands, you know, for Youth Uprise Project. Um, and everything we're doing is because we've seen younger people serving God. And what we're trying to do is pass a torch. Mm. Um, for some reason, it wasn't recording. But what we're saying is that we want to empower our, our, our future generation. So they have something uh, like an example. We have a lot of examples in the Bible. But I feel like people can relate when they're, you know, they can see who is the, like, you know, who mm. is this person, you know, yeah, yeah. how God is using this person, how God brought them to be like Moses, you know, from taking one place to another, you know. And sometimes uh, just talking makes a difference yeah. because mm. you get to know who is that person. You know, the struggles, their tears, their their moments of, of, of you know, depression. And that's something that the enemy is hitting our youth. And that's why we want to have this conversation so we can be like, yeah, it's happening. It, it's It happened to us. But this is what got us through, and God is faithful because we are we are witness and we are testimony that God is still moving and yeah. God is still God. Yeah. Yes, come on. come on, that was good, bro. So, uh, see if you want to, you know, talk a little bit about yourself. Who is he? How you came to be? Yeah, and um, all your ministry. Yeah, for sure. Um, born and raised in San Jose, California, just about what an hour from here. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, so God got a hold of my life at 15 years old. And um, I was lost and bound just doing drugs and I had no purpose and I was searching, just searching. And I went to church one day. I went to service with with a pocket full of drugs um, wow. and I didn't plan on giving my life to Christ. But the presence of God was there. There was mm. a there was a powerful outpouring of the Holy Spirit. That's why it's so important, man, that um, we really, really walk in the Holy Spirit and the anointing of God. Because possibilities are endless, man. The caps are taken Come off on. in mm. our services yeah. Yeah. when God shows up. And so I was there and um, the person who was speaking called me up and just began to pray for me and just begin to tell me that um, God's called you. Um, and all of a sudden, I just felt the presence of God begin to break the shackles, the chains off of me. And I'm like, man, I got a pocket full of drugs and God is loving on me. I got a pocket full of drugs and God is calling my name. What a, what a gracious God. What a loving God. Um, showing me that he wants to save me and deliver me. So I left that place, threw away my drugs. Um, I went from being bound to being free that night. And ever since then, just just seeking him, you know, yeah. just seeking him. Um, little time goes by and I moved to Manteca, California. Um, all of a sudden, I just felt like, man, God, you have a plan for me to go 
um, somewhere else. I didn't know where it was exactly, but I had family in Manteca, California, Isaiah Saldivar, who actually has a really awesome podcast, oh, yeah. Revival yeah. Lifestyle Podcast. He had just given his life to the Lord. He went from being a full-blown atheist to giving his life to Christ. I remember wow. going um, just a few months to his house a few months before, and he was up all night throwing up in the bathroom from drinking at a party. Oh, and yeah. I remember saying, man, my, my cousin Isaiah is lost. Yeah. And so he got saved, and a powerful revival broke out in Manteca, California. So when I started feeling like, man, I just need to um, make a shift, uh, that was the first place I thought about. Yeah. And so I moved there with my uncle, who was our like, you know, covering for the revival, just raised this up. And I moved there with him and he opened up his house to me, um, him and my auntie Valerie. And God just did a powerful work in my heart. That's the only way I could describe it is yeah. at that time in my life, that season, there was just a birth of a move of God in my spirit. And I would just break down crying, just broken before the Lord nights at a time. I'm talking about up until 2 a.m. in the morning, um, just lifting my hands to God in a room. Come on, yeah. And God just, he just marked my life. That's what he does is he marks yeah. us. Yeah. Mm. His presence marks us. There's seasons that will mark your life. Correct, There's yeah. moments that will mark your life. And you'll never be the same. And, and when struggles and trials and tribulation come, you'll draw from that moment. Correct, yeah. mm. That moment's like a forever well from you. There's still mm -hmm. moments in my early days of Christianity, my early days of the presence of God changing me that I pull from. Yeah. When I want to give up, I'm yeah. like, no, I know that this is real. Yes. No, I know that God saved me for a purpose. No, I know that that I haven't been this far. God hasn't brought me this far to leave me. And so that's what God began to do, man. And, and we've seen powerful uh, outbreak of the spirit yeah, in that revival. Yeah. I mean, people would show up. This is how it started. It started as a prayer meeting. Crazy story. Isaiah said that God... I hear these, bro. Yeah, it's powerful. Right. Isaiah said that God told him just to, to open up his house just as a prayer meeting. Um, people show up in the beginning weeks off the streets that were driving by the house. Like one week, these guys came into the service. Yeah. Um, it was just a prayer meeting. And they were like, we, we were like, who do you guys, who are you guys? Yeah. Where do you guys come from? And they were drunk. And they, and they were like, we don't know. We were driving by this house. And when we were driving by, something told us to come in here. And now we're here. Prayed for them. They wow. sobered up. They went from being drunk to Damn. sobered yeah. up. And, and the miracles begin to break out, bro. Um, cancer being healed. Um, people getting just... Uh, saved, radically saved as they pull into the yeah. parking lot. Wow. So it was just a powerful outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And God just did something in my life there um, during that time. After that, I, I met my wife. She had moved in from um, New York. Her family had moved from New York to come and uh, see the revival and kind of be a part of the revival. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. And so um, her brother, my, my wife's brother, um, had um, something going on. I think it was uh, I think it was something with his ear okay. and God healed him. Um, I think something with his ear, God healed him there at the revival. But that's how I met my wife. Uh, they, they moved out from New York. She was different. She looked different because she was from New York. She had an accent that was different. So I liked her because she was just like... She was different. Yeah, Puerto Rican. She was just like, you know, I, I, Cali boy, never seen that out here. So, you know... Um, and so I, I really started to, to fall in love with her, started dating, and then God blessed us, and mm. we got married. We got married. Um, our pastor there in Manteca at Christian Worship Center um, married us, and our pastor ordained me as well um, oh, in wow. the midst of all this. Yeah. And oh, I was I went to Bible college. That's that's what I did. I went to Bible college for a couple of years. It was it was hard. Um, my wife wrote some of my papers because I've never uh, liked <laughs> I've, I've never out. liked uh, school. School's always been a challenge for me. Put that part out. Yeah, Speak edit, edit that part out. They might take my credentials. <laughs> but 
Um, she helped me. She helped me through school a little bit, and um, God just uh, started to move in my life in Bible college as well. The Word of God marking me and um, getting ordained, and then right when I got uh, married, um, we my wife's family, they moved to New York to go and start a church out there. So they moved from New York to Manteca, got raised up, and then they moved back to New York yeah. to go and, and uh, build a church out there. And so right when they did that, we had gotten married shortly after, and we were like, man, we feel a call to go to New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. And in the process of all that, I want to talk about this part, um, especially for our legends listening or just the young, the uprise movement. Um, man, you know, God is walking us through a journey. Yeah. He walks us through a process. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of younger people. They they ask me, "How did you get to full time ministry?" And they want to be in full time ministry. Yeah. Bro, I was working. I worked at Starbucks. I would go in, and um, four in the morning, my shift would start. Work my shift, and right after my shift was over, I'd take off my apron and put on my clothes because I had to be at an event to go and minister through music at right yeah. after in Stockton, from Antica to Stockton. Okay. We drive up over there. Um, give it, give it everything we had, and then you know go home. Damn. And and it was a process. You know, it wasn't just like, oh yeah, God called me, and it's been you know a walk in the park in full time ministry. Um, after that, I worked at a tire shop. You know, oh, just doing sorry. tires and being like, man, what the heck? Like it's hard work, laboring, yeah. and yeah. Um, and at the same time, still doing the call of God, still doing mm. the work of God. And then, um, and then after years of of that, uh, God calling me into full time ministry. And so, um, anyway, we moved to New York and it, it was good. It was a powerful season. I thought we were going to go to New York to, uh, be a part of like, man, we're just going to birth this powerful move of God. I didn't know that there was a powerful move of God that was going to be done in me mm-hmm. because it was actually a season, not so much for building the ministry, yeah. but for building the man. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever God want, wants you to build a ministry, first he builds the man yeah. Yeah. because, because when he wants to pioneer a work in the city, he pioneers a work in you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm, and yeah. and that's what he does. He yeah. marks you, changes you. And then from there, a uh, fruit is, it bears in the ministry. Mm. And so that was a season about tearing down, uh, you know, pride and different things that, you know, it was the, probably the most challenging season of my life living in New York. It was the, the conditions of the weather were crazy. Yeah. I lived in, in Western New York, which it would snow oh, like, yeah, bro, it would snow like crazy. Then, you know, when I lived out here, I was, I was always booked. I was always going ministering places out there. I was in the middle of nowhere. I, I went through a season where it was felt like, honestly, bro, I went through a season where I thought God forgot about me. Dang. I, matter of fact, yeah. talking about it right now reminds me of it. Yeah. It makes me makes me want to break down because yeah. I moved there and God was working on my heart. He wasn't sending me places for the first time in a long time. Like I was always moving, moving, and then God shut everything down and we were face to face. And he's like, this is what I'm putting my finger on, yeah. pride. Mm. This is what I'm putting my finger on, things that you haven't dealt with since your childhood. Yeah. Things, mm. a rejection that you haven't dealt with. You dealt with rejection because since you were a kid, there, there's been, you know, uh, identity issues. This is what I'm putting my finger on. And before we continue in blessing your ministry, son, I'm going to put my finger on these things and we're going to purify these things. Mm. And th- don't neglect those moments, young people, yeah. uprise, legends, whoever's listening, older people, don't neglect those moments because those moments, you need those moments in the long run. People can yeah. have a moment of influence where God blesses their ministry, but if their character doesn't get dealt with like that, yeah. they will not have longevity. Come on. That's why you don't see them impacting nothing five years yeah. down the line. Yeah. Because, because really to have longevity, you have to allow the Holy Spirit to continue to flow and, and just continue to work in your life. Mm. He's always yeah. working on us. 
He's yeah. always working on it. Just last week, God, God was still, I felt like God was just rebuking me in, yeah, in the yeah. spirit, mm. graciously. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. the love of God, right? Yeah. And so there in that season, I, I said, man, God, um, you know, you forgot about me. You forgot about me. I'm not ministering nowhere. I don't feel like there's any songs coming to me. See, sometimes we can mix up our identity with our gifting. Yeah. Mm. God's mm. not giving me no songs, so I, he must have forgot about me. Mm. No, God God loves me, point blank, period. Yeah. And now I'm at this place where I've learned, God, if you never give me another song, you love me just the same. Yeah. Mm. Yep. God, if you never do another thing in my ministry, if you never do another miracle, you've mm. done enough. Come on. Yeah. You love wow. me just the same. Yeah. I'm your son. And that's just the bottom line. That, that's why the apostle Paul speaks about having a lot and having a little bit. And yeah. either way, I'm content. Come wow. Because Come on. God is good in every season. And he is my, why does the Bible say this? He is my portion. Yeah. Mm. He is my yeah. portion. Come on. He's sufficient. Yeah. Like God is enough. God is enough. Yeah. Jesus yeah. is mm. enough for me. If if the money doesn't flow like I want it to flow, he is my wealth. Yep. He's my riches. I got yeah. spiritual riches. Yeah. I say it a lot in my music. If if you know, if I'm not famous or or you know, a lot of that's a big thing in this generation. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people want to be famous. That's why yeah. you go on TikTok and do those TikTok, dances. That's yeah. why you go on Instagram. If a picture doesn't get a lot of likes, you take it down. Yeah. yeah. Right? Let's talk real. Like yeah. You, yeah. you want to be known. Mm. And if we only knew that we were known by God. Come right. on. Like, like he knows me. Yeah. Come on. I belong to God already. I, you know, you hear that thing. I, I just want to make it one day. I want to yeah. make it. I already made mm. it, bro. With my, with my, whatever I got right now, I already made it because, mm. because Jesus died on the cross for me. Yeah. He loves me so much that he died on the cross for me to free me from my sin. And so just being okay with that. And, um, in that place, man, uh, just feeling like, wow, I, I had a baby, my, my oldest daughter It was mm. my first daughter. And um, she came out of the womb uh, with the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck twice. Oh, wow. oh, snap. So we were expecting a cry. She didn't come out of the womb crying. She came out of the womb like pale. Yeah. And she, truthfully, she wasn't breathing. Damn. And um, so they put her in the corner of the room. And I'll tell you why I'm going to share this story in a second. They put her in the corner of the room. And, um, and I remember my, my mother-in-law who was in the room with us, she started crying. It was my first baby, so I didn't know what was wrong. Mm. I thought... I mean, I noticed she was kind of pale and then I noticed she yeah. wasn't crying, but I thought maybe this is normal Yeah. Mm -hmm. until the doctor would call the code in the hospital that calls all the, you know, important nurses yes. to come in. And, um, all of a sudden they're, they're in the corner trying to resuscitate her cause she's not breathing. She's not crying, nothing. And wow. I see my mother-in-law like weeping, crying. And, um, and all of a sudden I'm playing worship music on the side of the bed during this. All I was just playing. I had it playing the whole time of the delivery and the song starts saying, let your wind blow through me, Jesus be glorified. Let your wind blow through me, Jesus be glorified. She was, this worship leader was singing it. And, and, I, and I honestly felt like the wind of the Holy Spirit swept through the room. Wow. Yeah, and, and the nurses are trying to resuscitate my daughter. And all of a sudden I hear a cry. And it mm. took a minute. It was, it was like a minute of pain. Yeah. It was mm. a minute of pain. But, um, you know, in this moment of feeling like God forgot me in that season, mm. a miracle happened and, and God saved her. Yeah. And then I, I um, you know, the end of the night, I, I just begin to cry. I begin to weep. And um, I seen this nurse that was there who, who was the main lady leading the charge. Yeah. And um, I, I talked to her and I said, I want to know how dangerous this whole thing was. You guys are downplaying it. They try to downplay it, make it seem like <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. a big deal. They like and to I, do that. Yeah. And, and I was like, I want to know how dangerous it really was, how close my daughter was to dying. She was like, out of 10, it was probably like a seven. Oh, like it was wow. like a like wow. level seven out of 10. 
And I go, <clears throat> I, I was like, man, I just like, I'm tripping out. And she goes, you know what's, you know what's crazy is I actually wasn't supposed to be here today. She mm. was the, she was specialized in those type of situations. She was like a pediatric, like wow. she was one of the best of, mm. I, she must've been. But she said, I wasn't supposed to be here today, um, but I, I came in just to check on my patients. And I happened to be in the hospital when they wow. called the code. And so I'm like in this Come season on, where God's like, I'm like, God, you forgot about me. I, I feel like lost in this city. I feel like yeah. I don't know what I'm yeah. doing with my life. And all I have is just your love. You're just telling me you love me. And then God's like, no, I haven't forgot about you. You yeah. know, that there's somebody there that I sent there, to, you know, today to <clears throat> save you. And, and, you know, your daughter was saved. And yeah. so God, you know, he sends our confirmations. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the apostle Paul speaks about knowing Christ. In, um, in the power of his resurrection. Yeah. Mm. But then he says, and also the fellowship of his suffering. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, think about that. The power of his resurrection, that's what everybody wants. Yeah. I want power. I want power. I want powerful ministry. But, but not a lot of people talk about the fellowship of his suffering. Yeah, the other side. And the amazing thing about the kingdom of God is when you go through seasons of suffering, there's fellowship with God. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So don't be afraid of suffering. Don't be afraid of yeah. persecution. There, there's fellowship in suffering. And I just felt like that was a season of suffering for me. But I felt closer to God than I've ever been. Mm. Mm. You know, the Bible says, the word of God says that he dwells among the humble. Mm. And, yeah. and, and that he's yeah. close to the broken heart. Yeah. And if you look back in your life, really, you'll see most of the times that you've been closest to God, it usually probably wasn't on your mountaintop experience. No, mm. come on. Mm-mm. Most of the times it was in your valley. Yeah. Valley, come on. It was when he stripped everything away and all you had was a, was a call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All you had was a, bro, all I had in that season was a whisper. Mm-hmm. I went through so much pain in that season where I, I can literally, I remember moments at night when I would cry um, and, and I couldn't even use my voice. I was so broken in my heart that I had a whisper. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, that's all I got. I guess all yeah. the energy I got, God, God, I, I, I need you. I need you to show me something. And, and it was a fellowship in his suffering. Hmm. There, was a, there was a closeness. And so now, learning, learning those experiences, now I welcome those seasons. Yes. Wow. Now when things are going so blessed and so awesome, uh, uh, I, I feel like, God, bring me back to that place. Because there's something beautiful about being one-on-one with God. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And that's what this generation lacks a lot of times. Come yeah. on, bro. Is like when things get hard, I'm out. Yeah. Like if the glitz and the glamour of ministry isn't popping, then, you know, I'm out. And God wants to bring us to a place where, you know, we're, we're tried by fire. Come on. Mm. I mean, that's, that's the word of God. I'm just speaking to you guys what the word of God says, right? We're, we're we're tried by fire. It says fire tests the purity Mm -hmm. of gold. Come Mm. on. Yeah. So, so we're going to see if that faith is really gold, young man or young woman, listen to this, yeah. when you walk through the fire. We're going to see how gold that praise really is. You know how it is, like yeah. fake gold. Yeah. You Come know, on. when you put uh, it around your neck. It makes you rich. Bro, <laughs> it leave, chain leaving grain on your uh, neck. Yeah. 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 You on. know who you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but real gold, you, mm. can, you can go through water with it. Yeah. Real yeah. gold, you can go through fire with it. Real gold. It can go through seasons, and, yeah. and, and, and it's, it's gold. It is what it is. We'll test the test of time. It stands the test of time. Come on. Mm-hmm. And so God challenges us. He challenges us to mm-hmm. walk through those seasons, and, and fire tests the purity, man. Yeah. And, and you know what else it does is, is 
fire purifies. Mm. Mm. Fire purifies. We sing it. I want to be tried by fire. But then the trial comes and, and, and we don't want it. Wow. Yeah. And the mm. trial comes and then you don't want to let God deal with those things in your life. Or then God tells you, you know, the, because the fire of God, what does fire do? Fire burns stuff. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're feeling like, I want to be tried by <laughs> fire. And then Wednesday comes around, right? Mm-hmm. And the fire of God hits your life and tells you to burn up your secret sin. Mm-hmm. Or, or the fire yeah. of God hits your life and tells you, hey, you need that relationship isn't what I've called you for. Yeah. Hey, the fire of God hits you up and all of a sudden God's yeah. like, hey, you shouldn't be... You shouldn't be dabbling in that darkness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fire of God's trying to burn something, but you don't want to you don't want to let the fire of God burn that that stuff up, you yeah. know? Come on. And so being tried by fire, letting him purify you, man. If if there was anything that I could speak to this this generation is letting God um have his way in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, me and Eli were mm-hmm. praying this morning and 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 we got like about 20 minutes just to pray before we came here. Um, I, I was kind of tired because I, I flew in from from uh, Texas, Abilene, Texas yesterday. Two hour difference. So I, yeah, so I kind of <laughs> yeah. I got up a little late, and and I was like, man, we got twenty minutes. Let's just seek the Lord in my heart. That's what I was saying. And um, even this morning, I felt God changing me. Yeah, mm. yeah. come on, it's never day every thing. day. Mm-hmm. Wow, every day He's changing me. It's a process. Mm. Every day He's going deeper in my heart, yeah. in my life, and mm. I and I want it, and I desire it, and I and I welcome it. Because to be more like him is the greatest call. Mm. Yeah. To be more like Christ is the highest call we could have. Yeah. Wow. Not, not to be like a celebrity. Not, not to be YouTube mm. famous. Even, even as you guys are doing this, this podcast, make your heart and your motive that this podcast, man, this is dedicated to the Lord. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Like every, every session we have, it's, it's dedicated to the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to do through it, Lord, whatever topic you want to hit, on. however you want to impact our generation, yeah. we dedicate this to the Lord and, and God works in our lives. He, yes. he, he works in our lives. He humbles us. Mm. Humility, man. Humility. Mm. Pride, pride comes before the fall. Yeah. yeah. God resists the proud, but he gives what to the humble? Come on. Grace. grace. He gives grace to the humble. And, he, and the Bible says that he dwells among the humble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what he says. It says that he dwells among the humble. You ever want to know where God's not? Mm. Go around prideful people. Mm. Yeah. Come on. If you ever want to be where God is not, go where prideful people are. Mm. Wow. I've been in like rooms that are full of people that are full of themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'd rather be in a room with one or two people that just know that God is good. Wow. That just know that that it's not by their own works. Yeah. That just know that they've been they've been saved, and that's why I love what yeah. what uh what your dad preached about. I don't know why it rings in my ears so much, yeah. but mm. pa- I call him pops. Pop <laughs> preached it in the service, and and he, and you were translating oh, for yeah, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he was just speaking on this simple truth. I don't know why it hit my heart so much, but uh, he said in Spanish, "How do you say?" He said, "He said we're nothing." Yeah. No somos nada. Yeah. And yeah. then mm. and then you 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 said it in English, and, and you said like we're nothing. Hmm. And then he says, if you think you know everything, you know nothing. Wow. And, yeah. and like it hit me like, man, we really are nothing without Jesus. Hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and that, that man, that moment when we begin to get humble, that God shows up. Yeah. God shows up. And, and so if you want to know where God's not, it's prideful people. Yeah. You get around their conversation and it's full of everything but God. Yeah. But when you, when you want to know where God is and you want to be where God is, go around some people that are humble. Come yeah. on. Go around some people that are humble and, and listen to the conversation. 
Listen to how the presence of God begins to dwell in that conversation. Have you ever been talking to people? And just like right now, we're, we're talking about, uh, we're here to lift up Jesus. I could come on here and talk about influence that, 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 that we have in this generation. God's given us influence. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God's given us influence. Uh, millions of this and millions. Uh, who cares? Right. Like, like the influence has been given to lift him up. Yeah. Yeah. So every opportunity, every platform I get, is going to be to lift up the name of Jesus. It's yeah. not going to be to talk about how many Instagram followers yeah. I have. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be talk about how many views I have. Yeah. You, you know something? Let me just say something in this generation. Views and, 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 you know, views and likes and comments and followers does not mean that you are answering the call of God. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Mm. It yeah. does not mean that you are answering the call of God. Hmm. People flock to a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. People flock to fights. People flock to see this and see that. The question is, are you using your platform to lift up and magnify Jesus? Yeah. yeah. You know, are you using your platform to lift mm. up and magnify Jesus? Are you being, so are you being obedient to his calling? Hmm. You know? It's powerful. And yeah. Do you, you want to be known? Do you want to be known on the earth? Do you want to be known? Um, you know, I was hearing Luingo. I don't know if you know Luingo. Oh, Luingo is a beast. <laughs> Man, yeah. and he was speaking, and, and I was a few feet away from him. He's so yeah. anointed. And and he said, you know, you know, I, I know that God's used me in my generation. And, um, you know, but he said, when I get to heaven, I have a, he said, I have a feeling that, that I'm going to, you know, be right there with Jesus. And there's going to be somebody that comes up from behind me. And he's like, I have a feeling it might be a, a little old lady that just gets <laughs> God's attention. Because of who she was in the spirit and how she sought God in the secret place. Mm, come on. And and it's kinda like that that truth kind of hit me, like, wow, we can be known here. But he said, he said, he said, I don't know, this is what he said in the meeting. I don't know about you, but I want I want to be known at the throne. Oh. Mm. He said, I I, I want to be known at the throne. See, like yeah. like like people know you, people know you, but does does God know you? Yeah. Mm. The one that I mean, you spoke yeah. about Stefan. Yeah. That standing ovation type of message when he talked about Stephen dying for, for the gospel. Hmm. And the Bible says as he's dying and he's being martyred, he's being stoned. They're killing him. The Bible says that he looks up into the sky and he sees Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. Yeah. Hmm. Come on. Okay, when you read a lot of times in the Bible, it says Jesus is seated yeah. Yeah. at yeah. the right hand of the Father. Jesus was standing when he looked down at Stephen and seeing Stephen dying for him, laying his life down. Something made Jesus stand up. Crazy. Mm. Something moved God. Yeah. Mm. Something moved God. Mm. Do we live a life that moves him? That moves God. Like we want to shake the crowd. Like we walk into a building and we want to shake the room. Like I mean, I want to see the people go crazy when we preach or when we sing. Yeah. I want to, sh- I, I want to move heaven. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to shake heaven. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to speak into the spirit realm and demonic for, I don't care who's not, I don't care who's lifting their hands. I don't care who's clapping, but demonic spirits are beginning to flee. Come on. Yes. There's something, there's something happening, happening in that place, you know? And so, man, dwelling, well, dwelling mm-hmm. with, with humble people, being around humble people, setting your heart yeah. to be humble because God he he takes the cap off your life when you're humble. Mm, yeah. yeah. He literally takes the there's no limit. There's no limit to what God can do yeah. and accomplish through your life if you continue to remain humble and have humility. So in that season, man, um, 
I can't tell you how many lessons I learned just being just being humbled by God yeah. and him just working in my life and thinking that I was somebody and realizing that I was nothing, yeah. <laughs> realizing that, you know, and, and, you know, and then those seasons after they're done, you go into the next season, you see the fruit of those seasons. Come on. See, yeah. This is all biblical. Mm-hmm. John chapter 15, I believe it is. John chapter 15 talks about <clears throat> every uh, tree that doesn't produce fruit. Mm. Right, every branch that doesn't produce fruit is thrown into the fire. Yeah. But then it says, "But those branches that do produce fruit." He said, first off, let's get let's get this straight. First off, he said, "If you abide in me and I abide in you, come on." This is the biggest thing in our generation. People don't want to abide, but they want to bear fruit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. A lot of people want to bear fruit, but they want the fruits of ministry. They want the fruits of Christ, but they don't want to abide. Come on, come on. A branch, an apple tree, right? Let's just say an apple tree. The branches aren't. On that tree, the branches aren't saying, apples, apples, apples. I need an apple. I need to bear fruit. Come on, apples. Let's go. (laughs) This is what a lot of our generation is doing. I just want to work. I want to do ministry. The Mm. only thing the branch does is just stays connected to the vine. Mm. The branch just stays connected to the tree. And by default, if you want to say it like that, fruit is bared from that place. This is my prophetic word to our generation. Just get in the presence of God. Stay there. Abide in me and I abide in you, he said. Just Come be on. connected to yeah. him. And out of that place will flow a lot of fruit. Yeah. Out of that place will flow mm. impacting your generation. Who's yeah. hearing yeah. this? Come on. Come out on. of that place will flow blessing on your life. Mm. Out of that yeah. place will flow ministry and fruit will be buried. It'll be beautiful. And your only job, listen, it's not complicated. Mm. Pastor Eli, your only job, everybody in this room, our only job is that we stay connected. Wow. Yeah. That's why that's why I always tell our, our generation, pray. Hmm. pray. No prayer, no ministry. Just just pray. Just pray and everything will flow. Yeah. It'll be easy. It'll be effortless. Right now, yeah. this right now, this mm-hmm. is just effortless as God's flowing in this room. Right. Yeah. But yeah. but it's because of where 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 we were this morning. I was with him. Mm. It's biblical. If you abide in me, I abide in yeah. you. You're gonna yeah. bear fruit. Yeah. If you just yeah. stay with just stay with me. Just, 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 just stay with me. Just, just stay with me. I, I'm going to keep you close to me. Come That's on. what God desires from our life is close fellowship. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He just, he just loves intimacy. Yeah. And, and if you stay connected, you'll bear fruit. It, it'll just come out of you. It'll flow out of you. I, I was trying to write this song. I had a, I had a pretty big song that I was on with somebody that I valued a lot. And I was trying to write this song. Yeah. And uh, the song was so good, and I didn't wa- I didn't want to go on there and be bad. Mm. <laughs> and I know I'm not bad, but I had this desire to do extra. Mm. And so I remember I was like that branch, like oh, I just want to I want to do good yeah, on yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And um, and uh, I, I remember I tried tried to write the verse, it wouldn't come out. I tried to write the verse, it wouldn't come out. I was trying so hard. Finally, I said, you know what? Forget this verse. Mm. I go, I'm just gonna pray, and I, I'm not even gonna pray that God would give me a verse. Yeah. I go, I'm just gonna spend time with God. Oh, that's because that's what I was doing. I was praying, God, give me a verse. God, give me a verse now. I need a verse. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? After a while, I was like, I, I know better than this. Come on. Mm. I was like, I know better than this. I'm I'm trying to do all this stuff, and you know what? I just I said, forget this song. Let me get alone with my dad. Wow. You know what the best thing to me is when when I spend time with my daughters. My favorite thing is. The other day, my daughter walked up to me out of nowhere. And this was my favorite thing. I didn't give her a candy. I didn't bless her. This is prophetic. If you look at it like your relationship with God, I didn't give her nothing. My daughter just walked up to me, looked at me in the eyes, and she said, Dad, you're the best preacher. You know that? 
Come wow. on. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> or, or sometimes she'll say, Dad, out of nowhere, I just want to tell you I love you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know how much it blesses the heart of God? That God, you didn't do nothing for me to tell you this this morning, or I mean, He already did. He woke us up. Yeah. Yeah. But but in a way, like I, it wasn't this crazy blessing. Yeah. But I just woke up to tell you that I love you. Yes. I just woke up to tell you that I'm giving you back the breath you gave to me. Come mm. on. Yeah. I'm giving back to you what you first gave to me, Abba. Mm. Yeah. I'm giving back this breath. You breathed it into my lungs mm. and I just want to give it back to you. Mm. I just want to pour my life out on you. Remember, remember, remember she poured out, Come she on. poured out the Come fragrance. On. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and so, you know, I was in that place when I was trying to write that verse and, um, and then I just spent time with God. I was like, God, forget this song, forget all that. <laughs> it's like, God, I just love you. I praise you today. Spent, I probably spent like 40 minutes just loving oh. God. He was loving me, yeah. reminding me that who cares about a song? Like, yeah. it's just about us. And then, bro, do you know that right after, till this day, it's probably the quickest verse I ever wrote. Right after that moment, I had that moment with God, 40 minutes, um, a, a whole song came to me so quick, I didn't even have time to write it down. Wow. It was like, it just deposited the whole verse. Boom, it dropped on me. And then that's that's one of people's favorite verse uh, till this day. Yeah. Um, hmm. I, I think it says, all I need is my brother. Man, they been trying to kill us. But ain't no fear around here, boy. Roll through it like 10 giant killers. Goliath talked mess to them. Didn't nobody in the city want to mess with him. Mm. Uh, then David got word, said, bring, over, bring them over here and they'll go down like the rest of them. They say you too young, boy. This giant weighs a ton, boy. Uh, give me some rocks and a sling. I'm a child of the king. Let me show you how it's done, boy. Damn. Uh, uh, yeah, so it was just, I, I, can't even, I can't remember the whole thing, but it was just the fastest. Mm. But on, it was man. a lesson. It was a yeah. lesson. Yeah. Was, you know, That's just good. telling me yeah. like, man. Abide, abide, abide. Mm-hmm. Connect to the connect to the vine, and and um, we'll be, we'll bear fruit. And then then he says what then he says right after that. That's the part I wanted to hit on. In in far as God working in your life, he says every tree that every branch that does produce fruit. Do you know what it says? We'll be pruned. We'll be pruned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so the fact that you're going through seasons of trial and tribulation, mm-hmm. the fact that God walks you through dark t- times. Mm. The beautiful thing about it is he never leaves you. Wow. Yeah. Even Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego walked into the fire. Mm. And there was a fourth. The, the, Nebuchadnezzar said, I see a fourth man. Yeah. We, we threw three people into that fire. It's like yeah. the devil looks at you and yeah. the devil's like, I thought I, I thought I put one person through hell. But when I look into Eli's situation, Ooh. I see two people. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. not just there by himself. See, even the enemy can see that God is with you. This is yeah. good. Wow. If if he's with you, yeah. right? Like if he's walking through this with you, yeah. And 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 so he's he's there with you. He is not if he is there with yeah. you. And and so every tree that that is producing fruit, he prunes. Mm-hmm. He prunes. So 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 it's evidence when you're going through it. It's evidence when when, when he when he loves his children, so mm-hmm. he corrects them. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. What does it say? I think there's a scripture that says. Um, I think there's a scripture that talks about if if you're if you're being dealt with by God, this is the the kind of like the summary of it. Mm-hmm. If you're being dealt with by God, you're a legitimate child. Yeah. Mm. And and if you're not, you're you're an illegitimate. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like it's kind of crazy. But I say all that to say, man, if if you're if you're producing fruit, you'll 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 be pruned. 
you'll be pruned and you'll walk through those mm-hmm. seasons. And and the reason why God prunes those branches is because when you prune, you you they, they train the people in, in vineyards, they train mm-hmm. them. You have to be trained for like a couple years in vineyards to be the one who prunes. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. Wow, you have no, to go to school. Know. You have to be yeah, you have to be trained. Yes. They teach you because if you're not careful, mm-hmm. you and so. yeah, yeah, you'll you'll cut off the branches that look like they're not bearing fruit. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But really, those are the branches that are the branches that are just not developed yet. Mass of words. Listen, when you walk through those seasons, when you walk through those seasons, especially as a young person, there are areas of your life that look <laughs> like they're not producing fruit. Give it time. Let the Lord develop you. Mm. Don't don't yeah. give up. Mm. Don't just say, oh, man, I'm not good at this Jesus thing. Oh, man, I'm not good at serving God. I messed up again this week, and Pastor Eli keeps telling me that I can come back, but I can't, man. I'm not good at... Don't give up. Yeah. God don't is just... Give he, he's, up. Don't give up. He's not cutting you off. Have, mm. Let the Lord have grace on you. Man, if I, if I told you how many times that God has had grace on my life, this is the misconception that we can have. Mm. Is, is especially as leaders that are strong. Like, we, like Pastor, yeah. you know, I consider you a strong leader. Yeah. And we preach strong and, and we call people to holiness strong. But yeah. we need to share our failures, bro. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Because yes. I, I need to tell this next generation, man, that throughout this process of yeah. God using me and, mm. and blessing the ministry and giving us influence, that I have failed, man. Come yeah. on. Mm. Yeah. I, I have messed up, bro. Yeah. I need you guys to hear that. Hmm. Yeah. Bro, like I've said things I shouldn't say. I haven't. There's been times I haven't treated my wife the way that she deserves to be treated. Mm. Yeah. In my, you know, in 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 early, I should be honest. Let's just be yeah. honest. And getting saved and being set free from lust and mm-hmm. and you know, falling still after I gave my life to the Lord and feeling like, I, will I ever get this right? Hmm. Yeah. And I think yeah. That's this is why, real, bro. Yeah, real in stuff, the Bible, yeah. that's why uh, if you know. When I was reading it, um, it shows the flaws of every main like character of the man of God. You know, you have David. Like sometimes I'm like, why would God want to show up the negative side? Yeah, that's. But that just makes it human. It mm. humanizes us. Like you were saying, if we're able to share the bad side of us, mm. it's because we trying to. Sh- well, God's showing that we're not perfect because. When we try to do ministry like by us, mm. then that's what we'll start messing up. Yeah. But God is, you know, is using that and it's just going to influence other people because they're going to see, okay, see is, you know, up here, but he's still, you know, dealing with this or yeah. he went, dealt with that, you know. So that humanizes us because sometimes we, and that's sometimes I, I, I don't like is that we start analyzing preachers we start analyzing artists and the moment they make one mistake that's it they, mm. yeah we just, bury them yeah, exactly we just yeah. start casting stones and or or most people will just be like i don't want i don't want to you know be part of that anymore and they yeah. walk away wow, wow. you know mm-hmm. and but, god could use their life and you know they just threw it away and that's wow. what i like you were saying you know when we start being human that we're gonna show and be <clears throat> like this is me you think I might be this, I might be that, but actually, you know, I'm still human. You know, I still struggle with this. I still, I'm going through this and people can understand that yeah. you're never going to be perfect so God can use you. God is using you in your imperfection to for his own glory. Come and on. That's something Amen. we need to mm. understand that. And that sometimes we think that until I'm perfect, I can be used by God. And that's not the case. Mm. Yeah. And knowing that his grace will catch you. 
Yeah. You know, knowing yeah. that is grace. I mean, we know we we know that grace isn't the license to sin. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, like, you know, what I preach on holiness. I I preach on on these things. I got scriptures that I was just studying last night. But the grace of God is so important, especially mm. for for men. Are are young people listening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I I really man like you, man. The grace of God catches you. Don't the, the devil wants to disqualify you by you you give up just give up just give up you're not good at this mm-hmm. yeah you're not good at this there's 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 scriptures we we read about God's grace I was reading last night it's it's super heavy it's super beautiful um when you were slaves to sin you were free from the obligation to do right and what was the result you are now ashamed of the things you used to do things that end in eternal doom but now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life for the wages of sin is death but the free gift of God is eternal life come on yeah. 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 so he sets yeah. us free man he, he really just sets us free there's so many more but but we could I want to hear from from you guys too man Go for it, go no, for no, you go for it. I'm gonna go, go on something else, bro. No, okay. go for it. We well, have a question. You guys don't. All right, go. Is he go? Yeah. So you talk uh, talk about two things that I really want to emphasize is um, nowadays everything is fast. You know, fast Ooh. food. You know, you got now you have uh, Amazon Prime. You know, gets there like the following day or something like that. As Christians, how can <clears throat> we start being patient? You know, how mm. can we start and stay permanent? Like, if you look, you say. Prayer, how can we be consistent? I'm praying one day, two days, one week, two weeks. If I don't see anything, how can you say, or even you, Pastor, yeah. like, if you want you know, answer yeah. this, how can we as young people that live in a society that everything is instant, how can we as a Christian be patient or learn how to be patient mm. when I'm praying for something? You know, Maybe it's ministry. Maybe I'm praying for a job. Maybe I'm praying for my family and for my, you know, uh, for my marriage, like how can we be patient? Because if you think about it, yeah, in the Bible, everyone had to go and be patient. But nowadays, everything is so fast. Mm. So, like the following day, how can we as Christians start, you know, relaxing, stay, uh, taking a step back, and be like, okay, I'll be, I'll be waiting, I'll be patient. How can we start being patient? That's my question. How can you be like how? How would you, you know, tell other people? For for me, it's um, and and you guys know me, and you guys know know Pastor Ruben as well, and, and know my and know my dad. Hopefully, this is right. And yeah, in in general, I think we're we're just fast paced people. Yeah. We're, mm-hmm. we're movers. Um, it's hard for me to stay still in one spot, you know, even right now. I want to move around. Uh, and, um, Big three lap, bro. And you know what? And, and we're talking about being real mm-hmm. and, and, and standing the test of time and stuff. And um, he was hidden on, uh, Z was hidden on something that was like speaking to me. And, mm-hmm. and if we can be real, I mean, we're being, we're, we're being real men here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going through that season right now mm-hmm. where, where I feel like God has been silent. Mm. And uh, all I got is a whisper. Mm. Yeah. Wow. wow, that's mm. all I got, and um, mm. and it's been going for about about three weeks now, and and it's been just moments where I wake up in the morning, I go into my office, and I say, Lord, I I need you. Like mm. I I don't feel um, like you're there. I feel mm. like I'm doing ministry, right? But I'm not hearing your voice. Mm. Um, I think in, in in today's day and age, we got a lot of people that that can do ministry really really well. You. People that that don't even need God to do ministry, wow. mm. mm-hmm. and uh, and it's just 
for them it's just it's their gift hmm. it's their gifting that they have but or their talent that they have but yeah. um I think one thing is people that have talent. He mentioned it yesterday in his, in his preaching, mm. uh, people that we just throw up there because they sing well or they speak yeah. well um, or they do anything well. And we say, oh, that's God. But it's really not God. It's just a wow. talent that God has given them. Mm -hmm. uh, but but the anointing is not over them. And mm. right now for, for, for me about, you know, speeding things up, um, I've always done life that way because mm. I've had uh, work, uh, family, uh, ministry and and you can get caught up because of because of your phone because of you see people elevate so fast mm. yeah. and sometimes we look at these YouTube pastors and these preachings and we see all these things yeah. and we want to get there we want to jump from from point A all the way to point Z and, and not not go through the suffering yeah. mm. right not seasons. go through the yeah. not go through the season and and I do agree those seasons are are the ones that the tough seasons where God just says hey I I just need to get you for myself now yeah. Um, I think those are the seasons that develop you. And, mm. and we've heard this over and over, but back in the day, you didn't have cameras like this. You, you would take a picture mm. and you had to take it to yeah. the dark room. And you had wow. to let it. You had to let it sit there mm -hmm. in Got the dark room and yeah. develop, and wow. let it and let it develop. Mm. And it was mm. in a dark place. And uh, God uses the dark places mm. and the low moments to speak directly to your life. So wow. for yeah. those that 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 want to see God move and want to see God move now mm. um, I would encourage you really just to to slow it down and say God before I want to see you move move in me yeah. wow it's good mm. move in me yeah. first preach it and um and that and that's one thing that I'm learning to do because I, I was talking with uh, with Ian because uh, Ian's one of the brothers here and shout he out said, to brother yeah, Ian shout yeah. out to my brother Ian <laughs> and he said bro legendary movement is is just blowing up and I said bro mm. If you would have been here five years, you would wow, say legendary. Wow, come on. Yeah, I said if you would have been here five years ago, you would have said legendary movement is is doing absolutely nothing. Mm. Right? And um, because, you know, five years ago, anybody that would come in would say, oh, this is just a normal little small youth group. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But God was developing the people that are doing this podcast right now. Wow. One thing, right? Mm. Yeah. One thing I said, you said, you know, you feel like you know, all you hear is a whisper, like, you know, we talk about fruit, but, you know, before you, you get the fruit, you have to water the seed that God planted. Yeah. Wow. You know, mm -hmm. and, you know, the other day we went to Cornerstone with you. Yeah. I yeah. felt like God was like, you know, saying like, this is a seed. Like, you know, what we see here now, we just mm -hmm. have to water those mm. youth there, you know. Yeah. And yeah. like the way I see that they look at you, like, you know, they like already have so much respect for you. Like, yeah. that's true, bro. You just got to keep watering that seed and you're going to see, you know, the fruits that it's going to bear. Yeah. And like, Man. yo, the youth at that, you know, they, they really need like Jesus and like Absolutely. they're hungry mm -hmm. for it too. And like, you know, a lot of these kids are hurting, you know, I, you know, I learned a little couple testimonies from a couple kids, but I feel like, you know, he's going to, you know, do something in that area. Right? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'm praying for God. Yeah. God has... Has blessed me with that, and I and I share it with Z. Z, is somebody that I that I can I can share stuff with, and always get a good word. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that that's what we need. We need people like that around us. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I do feel like that cornerstone. Um, I felt like you talked about routine and and getting mm. getting into it, and I felt like I was I was falling into that. Oh, I, it's nothing, man. We're we're blessed. I can go up there and I can preach it up, and worship's gonna be amazing, and. Um, and I think God pulled me back. Mm. And I think right now I'm learning to get that first love again. Mm. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm going back. And I was telling these guys, I feel like I'm at legendary 
again five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing young kids again that are 14, wow. 15, mm-hmm. 16. And God is saying, remember why I put you here. Dang. Let me, mm-hmm. let me remind you, right? And I feel the Holy Spirit in the room. Let me remind mm-hmm. you why I started the ministry in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Why? Why you did it for for mm. for the reason that you did it, your first love, mm. and I and I feel like I'm getting that first love, and it's not. I'm telling you, man, these, these last three weeks have been hard, yeah. have been the hardest uh, time of my life, and and I feel like I, I even questioned my ministry, and I said, Lord, man, I don't even feel like I don't feel like preaching anymore. Mm. I don't feel like preaching. I don't feel like sharing. I feel like I got nothing in me to give. Mm. Like I feel like I can't hear you, and I and I shared with my wife, and my wife said, God is testing you. Mm. Come on. God is mm. testing you. Just just keep keep praying. Keep yeah. seeking God. Keep mm. keep looking for him and he'll find you. Yeah. Mm. He'll find you. And uh and that that's been the season and and we sometimes like Izzy, you said it. Sometimes we we can see people up on stage and feel like, man, God's using them and we start idolizing yeah. pastors and we start mm. idolizing like bro. <laughs> yeah. I have We're the same I have the same <laughs> temptations that that everybody has. Yeah. Right? We we we're, we're men. I have the same temptations with lust, with mm. with guilt, with shame, with with things that that you know that attack us. That the enemy wants to attack us. I'm telling you, uh, we were talking about this. It says something about Denzel. We all saw the the slap right. Oh, Will, yeah. Smith. Oh, <laughs> uh, Will Smith and uh, and uh, who Chris, Chris Rock, Rock. Mm-hmm. and yeah. Denzel said, "Hey, when you're at when you feel like you're at your highest moment, the devil will always show up." Yeah. And uh mm. and and that's sometimes what happens, right? We we feel like we we were accomplishing stuff and then God says, "Hey, let me let me get you back down here. Let wow. me let me remind you that is mm. it's not what you're doing. It's yeah. what I'm doing." Yeah. And mm. um and that's that's a season. So for for those that that want to get into ministry and want to grow it quick and whatever mm. um and want to want to be seen or whatever, I think it's a posture of the heart that wow. needs to be corrected. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a posture of the heart. And to everybody's point, really, um, I feel like right now, like God's really touching on like this book called Job. If y'all haven't heard about it, yeah, it's like a book that's too overlooked, in my opinion. Mm. People look at Job, and it's like he went through a hard situation, and God blessed him like ten times more than what he yeah. went through. Mm-hmm. But there's like so much more to this story, so much more. So as soon as like he glorifies God, right in the midst of him losing everything, being stripped of everything, right. Yeah. He goes through a tough season after that. His friends start questioning him. His wife starts questioning him. And at that point, like, Job starts questioning God's sovereignty. Yeah. It's like, God, why is this happening to me right now? Yeah. And he starts saying, like, God to Job, right? He starts saying, where were you when I created the heavens and the earth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the best part. <laughs> and, like, at that moment, it's like, whoa, God, did you not know what Job was going through type stuff? And he did. He yeah. was the he was the same guy who like told the devil, "Hey, have you considered my servant Job to go mm-hmm. through this?" Yeah. So, God appoints certain seasons, certain trials for like the strongest people. Wow. And he saw Job. And he's like, "I think he's fit for this." Wow. Yeah. In the midst of all his suffering, he's like, "I think he'd take this." Well, you know what's crazy is is um, it's funny you say that that God saw him fit. Mm-hmm. Because if you read that book, yeah, God literally wow. volunteered. Yeah, mm-hmm. Job. Yeah. Have you considered my servant yeah. Job? Yeah. yeah, that's like man. Like, mm-hmm. have you considered? Like, I I have somebody that mm. that will stand the test. Wow. You know, take everything except his him. Don't yeah. Touch him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't touch him. Right. Have you considered 
my servant Job to, to be to be volunteered the by faith, God. The yeah. faith that God and then, had. And then he man. says, yeah. Wow. And, then, and then he says, there's no one. Uh, I think he says there's none like him in all the yeah. land. Mm-hmm. No righteous. And then he says, yeah. uh, he says he's a man of. Co- this is what God says. Okay, about listen, Job. Don't worry about what people say about Woo! you. Yeah. Come on. You're worried about your comment section on Instagram. <laughs> but if Jesus had an Instagram, what would he comment on that picture? Come on now. Jesus, God said about Job. He is a man of complete mm. integrity. Wow. wow. That's a statement. Mm. I, yeah. When I preached that, I preached on Job, and I remember mm-hmm. that statement. He says about Job, to the devil. He testifies to the my, devil about Job. My God. He wow. says, this man's a man of complete integrity. There's nobody like him in all the land. Yeah. Have you considered him? And, and, then, and then the devil tells him. Yeah. He only pretty much says he only likes you because how you you gave him the stuff yeah. that he has. All the blessings he has. He only yeah. he mm. only I mean if you take everything from him, surely you know he's not, not going to praise you. And mm. sure enough, everything gets shaked. Right? Everything mm-hmm. rattles. Everything gets shaken. This is why it's important what happens when you get shook up. Everything gets shaken, and at the end of that chapter, he says. Naked I came into the world, on, naked, naked I leave. Wow. Blessed mm. be the name of the Lord. Mm. Amen. Yes. Ooh, come on. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes. Mm. Can you can you stand in the middle of the fire, mm. losing everything, and still lift up some type of shout of praise? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It might not sound like blessed be the name of the Lord. It might sound like Pastor Eli was saying a whisper mm. that that God, yeah. I, I know, I know you're still good. I I don't know why I'm going through this. I don't know why I, I feel like I'm being humbled or whatever. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That season that I went to, through in New York when I was talking about that, as you were speaking, Pastor yeah. Eli, I was thinking about it. I, mm. I haven't thought about it in a long time since we've been talking about it right now. Yeah. Wow. But when I was in that season, I literally remember telling God, are you done with me? Wow. Like, are, are you done with me? Is that mm. is that what it was? Because... You know, I was living in California. We did the Raider anthem. Blew up. It was, you know, you said you said yeah. it ministered to you and millions of people. It was powerful, like yeah. amazing miracles. Yeah. Right after that powerful moment, God brings me into this season and nothing's happening. And, and so I asked the Lord, I literally genuinely asked the Lord, uh, no, no songs are coming to me. And I said, God, you are you done with me? Like, mm. is it, it's okay. It's okay if you're done with me. If you don't want to use me in ministry no more, if it was like a... This is how my mind thought about God. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, if you wanted to use me for those two years, cool, you know? Like, I, I went and I, I actually flew out to California from New York, living in New York. Mm-hmm. I was so shook up in my identity that I flew out to come and apply. I felt like God wasn't calling me to ministry no more. I, I was going to find another career. Wow. wow. So I flew out to come and I bought a ticket to come and apply for the sheriff's department out here. My, my brother-in-law had got a good job and I called him. I said, can I do what you do? And he was like, yeah, they'll, they'll test you here. So I flew out and the whole time I don't feel peace because yeah. something in me still believes that I'm called for something greater. And it's not the, this is not the path for me. Yeah. But I genuinely thought, I was like, God, you, you must be done with me now. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I'll just, I'll just work a job. I'll have my wife and I'll have my kids and, and, I'll, and I'll love you. Yeah. And and you just won't do you, maybe you just won't do anything in my ministry no more. Yeah. Wow. I thought he was done with me, bro, because he would have been so silent. Mm. No songs, no bookings, maybe here and there, but nothing, bro. Mm. Question: 
how how long before were you rapping? Were you before you were saved, or or just uh, after you? Were I was saved? just rapping after I got saved, but there it, I was, it was like it was like three years of of God's blessing and and, mm. and just seeing fruit and, and yeah. it was I would mm. travel throughout the whole Bay Area and yeah. even even flew flew out to Canada, ministered all these places, wow. and it felt like it was a move of wow. God. But there was a moment where God just said, "Stop! Mm. It's about us right mm. now." Mm. And wow. there's some things that I have to get right in your life. You, you, you know, like on NASCAR, they're driving really fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there's a moment where as much as they don't want to because they want to stay in that first place or that spot, mm-hmm. they do a pit stop. That's what it's called, a pit stop. Yeah. And then the, the, the people, their team comes and, and they're working on the car. Hmm. And it might not feel good at that moment. It might not feel good at that moment, but in the long run, it's the best thing because you need mm-hmm. longevity and endurance for yeah. that race. Yeah. Because if you neglect maintenance spiritually, wow. yeah. you'll end up folding in the mm. end. But if you say, I'm going to stop here for a moment. Yeah. You, right now, God, get a hold of my life right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to see the fruit of that 10 years from now. Come on. You're going to draw from that 10 years from now. Mm. And you're going to say, God, mark my life in those yeah. three months. Yeah. God, and, and, and if I didn't have that, because what happens in the storm is a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit. Come on. Yeah. And, and I remember, bro, like thinking that I was never going to be effective again and I'll just love God with my family. Mm. And, and I started crying when you were talking right now because that was about two and a half years ago. Only two and a half years ago, that moment in New York. Yeah. And after that season had lifted or changed, I mean, the influence has gone to a whole other level mm-hmm. from, from, from what I said in the beginning in the yeah. Bay Area and the Raider Anthem. The influence, God connected me with Kingdom Music. Mm-hmm. And we've released video after video that have impacted the generation. And, and it's like I've seen, I've tasted and I've seen that God will do it again and again Come and on. again. Yes. And, that, and that he's not done with you. Mm. That that when he when you when he's silent he's not done with you. Come on, he's just yeah. dealing with you and he's mm. loving you, and 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 it'll come again. It'll come, and and God will give you yeah. another chance to throw another punch. That's how I feel like. That's how I see the spiritual, and mm-hmm. in, in the kingdom. That's how I see him, at least with my life. I feel like God he uses you to get into the fight and he uses you to throw a punch. Yeah. And then what happens? Three minutes, you three minute rounds, and then they go back to the corner. <laughs> God has you in that season right yeah. now. Has you in that corner. What do they do in the corner? They get the little thing and they refresh you. Mm-hmm. He gets the little thing and he begins to deal with your cuts. Wow. Your wounds. Because ministry cuts you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Listen to me, leaders watching this. Ministry cuts you. Dang. It cuts you deep. And if you don't go back to the secret place and let God deal with those cuts. Whew, come on. You will, be, you will be disqualified. Mm. You'll get bitter. You'll get angry. You'll get hurt. And you'll throw in the towel. Mm. Yeah. But when you go to the corner after that round that hits you hard, mm. because we don't win every round. That's yeah. just the Come truth. On. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's just the truth of it. We don't win every round. We win the fight. We know in the end we win. We mm. know we're going to yeah. win mm. on the scorecard. But we go to the corner and God refreshes us with that iron. Yeah. Mm. He just begins. To, and then what does is, what is, what is the coach do, the trainer? He encourages Don't give up. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Keep give going. up. Hey, you're, you're throwing a right hand when you should be throwing a left hook. Ooh. You got to change your strategy. Mm. You got a little pride here and, and you need to switch that up because if you continue to move like that, yeah. you're going to get knocked out. This, yeah. Is, yeah. This, isn't the, this isn't the fight for you to be prideful. This isn't the fight for you to rely on your own flesh. Mm. This isn't the, you need to rely on what I taught you in, in training camp. Yeah. 
And so God does that in those seasons. And, and then what, is, what does the fighter do? He gets back in and he's refreshed. He got a second wind. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he can, he can go back in and he can throw another punch. His obedience will test him. All of a sudden, yeah. he can go back in and he can make another round, yeah. and, and that's how I felt like that season was it was a corner season. But right after that season, man, I went back in, and boy, when I tell you my anointing was different, I, I don't believe there's like I, I, I don't think there's like a junior anointing in Holy Spirit. I think when God mm. anoints you, it's just the anointing. Yeah, come on. But maybe it was the fact that when I started moving in my anointing with that level of experience, yeah. I'm telling you that mm. next season, bro, I came in. With a fresh fire, I came in with a fresh oil on me, yeah. a fresh baptism. It's like what you're saying. Mm. Like God reminds you, this is why you do it. And then the momentum grows greater. And then you throw another punch. I mean, after that season, I've seen God use our ministry for greatness, for, for to make history in this area, to make history in that area. Yeah. Yeah. To, he just moved. He just moved. Yeah. And, and then I think back and I'm like, wow, there was a moment there that I really thought that God was done with me. But really, Jeremiah 29, 11 says he knows the plans, plans to prosper you, plans yeah. to not to harm you. The Bible says we go from glory to glory to glory to glory, <laughs> glory to yeah. glory to glory. It means it means that it means that his plan is not a declining plan. Mm. It's yeah. not that I'm, I'm going to bring you and I'm going to use you and then I'm just going to I'm going to phase you out. Mm. No, it, it, like we were talking about Luingo. Yeah. I, I sat in front of Luingo and he's older now. And, and, and this man's anointing. Was anointing that I mean the power of his ministry yeah. was more than I've even heard ever before. When I was sitting in front of him, he had to calm down because the room was like we felt the Holy Spirit so much. I felt like the room was going to explode. Mm. Mm. But it's those moments, man, that that shape us. And then we go in and we throw another fight, we throw another round, we throw another jab, we throw another punch, yeah. and mm. we let God use us again. And then you might end up back in that season again. Right. <laughs> the only difference is when you end up back in that season. You'll have an idea of what God is doing. Yeah, yeah, and that and that helps. You'll have an idea of what God is doing, bro. That's so good. Um, and to everybody's point, right? In those quiet seasons, even Jesus felt this way. Yeah. On mm-hmm. the cross, he said, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" Yeah. His biggest deal was that the Father felt distant from him at that yeah. at his weakest moment, and like we idolize the cross so much, we wear it on our chains. We throw it out there like it's such a good thing. That was Jesus' most painful moment in his life. Mm-hmm. That was his lowest moment. And yet, that's where God used him the most to change history. Yeah, that's wow. good. And his brokenness. That's yeah. good. Wow. And he felt like, God, I left him. That's yeah. crazy. The fact that Jesus feels the same way I do in the quiet seasons, like he's been there with me. Wow. I could, this is a God that I can relate to me where I'm at right now. You know what's crazy is he didn't even like throughout the process of him getting beat and yeah. whipped and, and crown of thorns, he didn't complain about no. that. Wow. Wow. But the moment that he kind of had like a a whimper mm. was when he felt the spirit of the God of God leave him. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah. that that was that was pain for him. Mm. Yeah. The pain and all that, yeah, it was painful, but the most painful was mm. where are you, God? Father? Yeah. And that just shows the closeness, yeah. the fellowship. Mm. The closeness of him and and, and, G, and Father, the Father. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. It says, it, the Word of God says, unless the Lord build the house, the labors, they labor in vain. Come on. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. That's why, like, we, we genuinely, we, we, we need to rely. Like, we wow. need to rely on the Holy Spirit. Mm. And going back to what somebody said initially, right? There's a lot of young people right now that want to seek the platform, the attention, 
And I was recently talking with this with my brother the other day, right? And when you think about it, cavemen, in order for like those primal people to have that amount of attention meant that they had to pay a price for this. Yeah. Or like so and such, he killed how many mammoths? Wow. He slayed how many people? That's why he's so famous, because he came out of price. Wow. Yeah. And nowadays we have a device that we could just like upload in like 30 seconds and boom, you're famous. Yeah. No price. Mm. And that amount of attention will either make you or kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And going back to intimacy for a little bit, right? I just feel like it's still talking about Job for whatever reason, right? This is somebody who had a lot of things and God kept peeling like the layers of who Job is. Mm. Chapter by chapter, right? He, he took his friends, his family, he shook them up everything until yeah. it was just God and Job. And it's crazy because in the whole book, it doesn't mention whether he had encountered God with it like before. Like this is his first encounter with him. So before he knew of God, but after he all he had went through, like now I know who God is. Mm-hmm. He's a sovereign God. He doesn't have to help me, but he does it either way. Mm. That's who he is. That's his character. It, he even says, um, he, he says, before mm. my ears heard of you. Wow. Mm-hmm. So this is this is before the fire. Mm. You think you know God mm-hmm. until He brings you, to, He develops you in the dark yeah. place. Yeah. yeah, and then He says at the end, He says, "Before my eyes, my ears have heard you. Now mm. my eyes have seen you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. now my eyes Powerful. have seen you." And again, we could talk about like, oh, he had like some of the most beautiful like daughters afterwards. God bless him ten times more in like wealth. I feel like personally. What he took away from that moment was way more valuable than what he could have gained back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was just extra stuff. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that intimacy, that encounter that he had with God in that quiet season, I feel like that's what's lacking, like you said, in, in, in my generation. Like, we try to tend to avoid the hard parts yeah. of ministry. Yeah. We, we try to like, avoid the pain. But like you said, that's what makes you. Mm-hmm. And knowing that you were you were volunteered for it, you mm. were made for it. Wow! Like like yeah. like, um, Job was walking through that mm-hmm. because God put him there. Yeah, yeah. and mm. and there was there was a cause, mm-hmm. and so um, the devil was was kind of in like a you know the devil's always had that that pride. Mm. That's what got him kicked out of heaven. Yeah. Mm. So then God's like, here's my servant Job, man of complete integrity, mm. almost like put him put put his word on the line through Job, like. He's gonna he's gonna pass. Yeah, and so um, you know God was able to be really glorified through that because the devil hit Job, and it's like that's my son. You yeah. know. Yeah, I know we're running uh, out of time. Yeah, really. Some some, some <laughs> questions before. Uh, yeah. Uh, see, we're gonna have to have you another for we're another. Have to <laughs> <take> you back. <laughs> there has to be a part two to this. this. I know. Yeah. But um. We just throw some questions in. Can we set yeah. up anywhere? You guys can bring this set up anywhere. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, we yeah. should do one. We should do one at your house too before Bro, before be this cool. weekend is over. Yeah. Maybe okay. if if we get time. Yeah, right on. Um, yeah. Just it's just. Um, um, I mean, wow, your story really just like impacted us really, right. and I'm sure it's gonna impact a lot of lives. You know, as soon as they see this um, question I had for you, I mean, you just had your. I mean, I, I can see. God moved through your music. Mm. You know, you just put your uh, album out, uh, Spiritual Sniper, you know, mm. and the songs are great, you know, and I can see how you put God first and it's inspired your music, Yeah, you know. So um, one question we had for you was about the, the rappers coming out nowadays. 
um, they don't want to be labeled as Christian rappers, but they do Christian rap, um, you know, and it's just like the upcoming generations. So I, I don't know if you have, you know, something you would want to share for those upcoming rappers, you know, uh, or your thoughts on that. Yeah, you don't have to compromise the message of Jesus. Wow. To mm. to reach more people. Yeah. You really don't like, man, like mm. God has blessed our ministry, Kingdom Music. Yeah. And we are a ministry that, I mean, you probably can't hear a song that we've done. You probably can't hear one song that doesn't say the name of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Come on. You know, Christian rappers now, they won't say the name of Jesus sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're just talking they about the like, in the car. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I feel like they're not going to make the radio station or they're going to be, doors will be shut. Yeah. And you don't have to do that, man. You don't have to do that. God has blessed our ministry, like charting, going on charts. We just dropped the my last yeah. project. It was char- it charted number six on the on the album charts, Come on. on on the Christian iTunes album mm-hmm. charts. Um, you know, YouTube has blown up. Kingdom Music YouTube's got three hundred thousand YouTube subscribers. People aren't looking for a watered down message. No, mm. people aren't looking for a watered down message. People are looking for the truth. Yeah. You know, and so I think a lot of times people try to down, you know, they, they, they water it down in in hopes that they can they can fit in yeah. somewhere. <laughs> but I mean, we're not. I think that's in. where it's going to impact them, though. You were talking about longevity. Yeah, it's going to impact their longevity mm. and that career. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and the truth is, why? Why? Why are you trying to fit in? Yeah. Why? Why not be so different that everybody has to look at you? Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Why not be so different that everybody looks at you and says, what the heck is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a Christian rapper that's got the skill of better than any other worldly rapper. Yeah. And then not only that, but they don't, he doesn't copy the cadence of the world. Wow. His music, like, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I do not like when Christian music sounds just like Lil Nas or oh, yeah. sounds <laughs> just like Travis Scott and it just says Jesus instead. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. If we are connected to the creator. Hmm. The, the creator. Yeah. And if our ear is turned to heaven, we should be lifting up. We, we should be inheriting a new sound. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I should have a new sound in my spirit that sounds nothing like I'm telling you, that's probably the last thing I've ever heard people tell me. I've never really, mm. I've never really hear you sound like so-and-so that's yeah. probably like literally yeah. probably once I've heard that or twice. Yeah. Mm. The main thing I hear is your music has an anointing on it. It does. It it's does, different. yeah. You know sure. why? It's because God, anoint, God can't anoint the fake you. Yeah. yeah. He can't anoint the fake. He can't anoint the you trying to be like this person. Wow. He anoints the real authentic you. Hmm. You know, even the way I dress sometimes doesn't fit in with the rap culture. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't care. <laughs> like, come on. Like if the oil's on, if the oil's on me, come on. That's somebody's enough. getting set free. Yeah. 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 If the oil's Preach. on the song, the oil's on the song, man. That's enough, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, too, like another thing, Christian rappers always trying to get a cosign. You need yeah. a, you. I gotta do a song with this person from Reach. Yeah. I gotta do a song with, bro. I, I, I am a testimony. I have brothers that are testimonies. God, Miles Minnick says it. God yeah. put me on. Yeah. Mm. God put me on. God put me on. Like, bro, he will. He can bless you all by himself. Wow. Yeah. He can bless you Woo! all by himself. You don't need. Lecrae, you don't need Lecrae to co-sign you. Mm. God bless, respect, and honor for yeah. all that God has done in His ministry. Yeah. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that. I'm just saying that the word of the Lord says, and I think I think it's in Proverbs. Yeah. Promotion come not from the east wow. nor the west, come on. Yes. Come on. but from the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Promotion come not from the east nor the west, 
but from the Lord. Wow. You don't need, you don't need to fit in. You don't need to, you don't need to change mm. your message. Yeah. Catch powerful. me in the West. Well, I'm living blessed. <laughs> Catch me in the East. <laughs> Brag on my king. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I went to, I went to a Raider, just real quick, last story. I, I went to a Raider event, and there was um, Hall of Famer Raider players sitting a few feet away from me. They booked me at this event to rap the Raider song. Hmm. I said, let me rap the Raider song. I said, I'll, I'll be there. I'll show up as long as you let me rap one other song. And it was like a, a real heavy altar call song. Yeah. Hmm. It was like a deep, like my testimony and song. So I got them. <laughs> and so I was like, just let me rap my other song. They're like, whatever you want to do, just, just come rap the Raider song. Come on. <laughs> so I'm sitting next to Jim Plunkett. I'm sitting next to um, all these Raider Hall of Famers. And I'm about to go up and I'm nervous. I'm about to perform in front of Raider Hall of Famers. <laughs> And um, all these Raider fans are, are drinking and, and um, kind of partying, you know, dancing mm-hmm. together. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, where am I? You know, like, what the heck? And um, I'm about to go up. And then I just feel like the Holy Spirit just told me, tell him your testimony. You better mm-hmm. preach. Like, you better preach, boy. <laughs> what did I preach on yesterday? Come on. Like, you you, you think you, 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 God didn't put you here Come to on. shut up. Wow. Yeah. Like, Come God on. put you here to raise up Say your something. Yeah. Come on. Like, you know, that's why he gave us our anointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why he gave us... An anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. He gave us our anointing. Mm-hmm. And so, so I went up there and uh, all these people drinking and doing their thing. And I just started to preach, bro, even before my song. Wow. I said, I just want to let you guys know. A lot of you guys know me from the Raider Anthem. But, man, I just got to tell you my story. I just got to tell you that I was lost and bound by drugs. But Jesus changed my life. Come on Jesus, now. The preacher <laughs> came out of me, bro. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, go. save me. Jesus, deliver me. Jesus, restore me. Bro, all these Raider fans were like, yeah! <laughs> yeah! And let me tell you, bro, when I got off the stage, yeah. this lady comes up to me, multiple people, but one lady really touched me. She came up to, my, she came up to me and she just, she's, she's crying. She's crying. She's weeping, crying. And I could tell she had been partying that yeah. night with everybody. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, um, she's like, I, I, I got to tell you. She's like, I'm a, I'm a church kid. She's like, and I'm a backslidden. I'm a prodigal. She's like, I'm a prodigal. Come I'm a on. prodigal daughter. She's like, yeah. can you begin to preach? And I, and I need mm. to give my life back to the Lord. I need to give my life back to the Lord right wow. now. Come on. Yeah. And I prayed over her. The show was all going on. They were doing their thing. And I prayed over my like, God. I just prayed. She's crying, weeping, crying. Bro, for Powerful. such a time as this, I was put there. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Not, not to shut up, man. Not to yeah. tone down the message. So. so good. Yeah, bro. So I just want to thank you guys for, you know, listening. And see, thank you, Eli. Yeah. Um, yeah. We definitely need to do a second part. Yeah, definitely. Uh, part uh, two coming. Yeah, part, if we do a part two. I, w- I want to talk about your uh, your man's house. Your mm, rise. Yeah, that's yeah. something you want to talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah, so there's so much shooting at Eli's house. Yeah. Definitely touch base on that because you know, as you know, the Yup guys, you know, mm-hmm. we started our ministry going out outside the four walls and you know, reaching the homeless. You know, the homeless, yeah. you know and you know, right now this Yup is just a baby. You know, it's gonna be so much more. You know, as God uses our lives. But yeah, we, we'll touch bases on that. Yeah, let's three. try to get it in, man. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Once well, again, we'll my house. Okay, we, we yeah, could yeah. do we could do a setup like this. Yeah, even if it's on the late night when we were done yeah. with everything today yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Just let us know and we'll be there. Uh, so the yeah, yeah. So um, thank you guys. Wow, thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for everybody's vulnerability. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. 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 Keeping it's, it real. It, yeah. it's not easy, but we appreciate that, and God's gonna use that. We thank you guys. All right, so stay tuned. Um, we definitely gonna have a second part. This and the beautiful thing is that God is in the move. God right. is the Holy one, Spirit you know, in right this now. place. Right. Yeah, man. God is the mm. one. Cause to be honest, we had a, a whole different um, agenda. Exactly. We had mm-hmm. a whole different thing that we we were planning. Yeah. And we know when God takes control, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, you know, moves. 
We just let him flow, like you yeah. said. Just mm-hmm. let God be the one speaking. Get let God be the one, you know, manifesting. And you know, somebody that's listening to this podcast, um, it's God made us come together so that person can hear the, the word, that yeah, encouragement God. that they need, mm-hmm. so they can continue. You know, especially Amen. we talk about a lot of leaders, and that's a lot of people need to hear refreshment. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. They, yeah. They're, they're so like. They're taking a beating that need to go back to the corner, like you were saying. And that's the best example I could have ever thought, you know. Mm-hmm. We need to take it back, take a little breather, let God, you know, heal our our, our, our um our wounds. wounds. And mm-hmm. so we can go and like get back and keep going forward. So thank you guys. Thank you guys again. Yeah. Pastor and Eli, maybe Pastor Eli can pray over everybody watching or somebody can pray. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like there's probably a lot of people watching that that uh Yeah. That's what mm. well, we something should, resonated. We yeah. usually have and a prayer, prayer at, yeah. at the end, so yeah, I was just gonna okay. thank you and uh, yeah, yeah, I'll end it in prayer. And, and again, thank you, everybody who, who's tuning into this. And man, God is doing something special here. We just want to pray together. If you're tuning in, um, we just want to let you know that that there's hope in Jesus, man. And let's just let's just pray. Father, we just thank yes. you for this time. You, Father, we, we thank you for every listener that's listening, anybody tuning in, Lord, that you can meet them right there, Father. Um, the reason why we do this, it's all because of you. Yes. Um, Father, we are just vessels that want to be used. And with that, yes, comes hurt pain but there also comes joy peace father forgiveness and you are uh, our father and we serve you and you are such a good god the bible says that your steps are ordered for us already lord and and we don't fight for victory we fight from victory lord jesus and we know that the battle has been won lord jesus and i just pray that you meet every single listener at their moment that they are right now that one moment that they can encounter you lord will change their life forever lord jesus and we just thank you we praise you for the god that you are for the god of the Mm. valleys and the god of the mountaintops lord jesus because you see us through it all lord jesus and for that we thank you we come together thanking you in your mighty name we pray amen Amen.